Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host, and your dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today we have... Daniel, playing Shed Fleet. Ale, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. And I play Leland. Waffle, playing the Scion of the Storm, Tarajux, the Danger, Heiko. Waffle, playing one of the Scions of the Storm. The only Scion of the Storm! Yep. Yep. No, uh, you didn't dream her. She exists. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Annabelle Lexum has joined the chat. No. <laughs> I do not recognize her authority over the wind. I I don't think she recognizes your authority over the wind, given the letter that we got. Yep. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing about being a chosen of the storm is if you recognize anyone's authority, you're automatically out of the club. <laughs> okay, sure. Fair enough. Right, uh, so we have no mail, which is surprising. Surprising. But, um, yeah. Maybe I... we'll actually get something done this episode. <laughs> well, that's entirely up to you guys. Um, who wants to recap what happened last time? Um, my deception regarding the uh, events that transpired the previous evening with Lady Blossom came to light. And I cunningly deflected by reminding Falrock how bad all of you are at lying. Um, so I believe that it is known that something is in the Upgrade Forge, and it is related yes. to something that I did, but the details <laughs> of which... That's definitely regarding Lady Blossom, but technically yeah. we haven't been told any of it. So if we figure it out, we can say that we haven't been told and still be in the clear it, it, just saying like you reminded fall rock that we're terrible at lying whereas you were not able to keep a lie for more than <laughs> not even 12 hours because you all got found out because yeah. you decided to trust desmond with a lie well i look i had to <laughs> not upgrade bad at lying i'm good at telling the truth <laughs> i had to upgrade the reactor somehow and desmond is the only one with admin access so i'm like well i gotta try to play this off as a wedding thing and i i vastly <laughs> underestimated his zeal for wedding preparation yes you did and that that was my mistake <laughs> you seem to have forgotten he stole items off of my person yes. to then take <laughs> yeah. them away and have them enchanted. No, you're right. Yep. So, um, uh, after that, the council convened, and they're like, yeah, you guys are cool. It's not the stealing I had a problem with. It's the, it's the, it's the not helping with the wedding part that made me mad, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, did you guys talk about the, the Marquess of Birds, of Songbirds? Oh yeah. No, that was um, that was carefully uh, skipped over. No, the yeah, Marchess yeah. of Songbirds came and interrogated us, which is why uh, we had to have that conversation, and why Tarjex removed himself from uh, the conversation with the Marchess. Yeah. So the rest of us were all in the clear, saying, "Nope, we're we're not doing anything at all, and we're telling the truth." So. Pro tip out there for all you players trying to be a high charisma character: the most powerful deception check you can make is the one you don't have to. It's true. It's very, very true. Yep. Right. Yep. So, um, there, there was the council meeting, too. Yes, the council yes, meeting. Yes, that's where we ended. Um, the, the dwarves of Diangaya agreed to assist you in your endeavors regarding breaking into the Mountain Home's most secure 
dungeons and releasing uh, several political prisoners um, in the form of supplies and uh, potential crew members that you might recruit uh, and information and you know those sorts of those sorts of uh, resources so um, the council meeting has adjourned you are gathered in the general vicinity of the council chambers what would you like to do I immediately turn to the nearest pillar and I start trying to put up a recruitment flyer <laughs> and then uh, when that doesn't work because a guard is like sir please I will ask them where a good bulletin board like how do how do I get permission to put stuff up on a bulletin board because I have or, I have a stack of uh, recruitment flyers that I printed from the ship from the ship Maybe printer. we should let them choose who they're sending though rather than like Okay, yeah. Asking anybody off the street, you know? That's fair. I still um I still want to put them through a rigorous training course to make sure that they're, you know, Starfleet material. It's very Cave Johnson. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, is this a rigorous training course that you could even complete? Uh, yes, because it turns out most of these obstacles are trivialized by the ability to fly. Why? Yeah, I was thinking it was like Ninja Warrior uh, slash Wipeout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. So, so I've got those like swinging sandbags, but they've got Satya's <laughs> face on them, and yeah. they're covered in razor blades. Um, <laughs> Wait, that's the razor blades are just letting the sand out? Or... No, no, no. They're taped onto the bag itself. Um, <laughs> as soon so as somebody gets hit by of... one, the sand yeah. comes out. As two of these bags ever collide, it's going to be a mess. But um, uh, we, what else do we have on there? We have uh, a corridor that repeatedly explodes to simulate uh, what to do when a true church member is cornered and takes their own life. Um, we have one of those? Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, Where? It's, it's inflatable. I keep it in the chest next to my bed. Okay. All right. Hang on, though. What? In all seriousness... We do have a, I believe it's a 15th PowerPoint uh, put into the ship as a whole. Well, so we so need to we go got... back and double check that there's not things that have opened up, or that if there's anything that's opened up as well. Yes. Also, uh, I don't know this in character, but the ring provided four pips of power. Yes, Desmond is the only person mm -hmm. who is aware of that. Yeah. So uh, yeah. one is currently in the forge, but we have three unallocated in addition to whatever else we had. Oh, um, uh, well, I'm going to put one pip into j the jacuzzi hot tub. We don't, do we have one now? You're going to oh, need to it? invest uh, two pips into general ship like upgrades to get the jacuzzi hot tub and then one pip to turn the jacuzzi <laughs> on. Fucking the fountain of youth if it takes an entire pip. Well, I it's, go in there anyways, and have no, 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 no. It's, what happens is you put the two in to upgrade the ship in general, and then one into the spa. So there's the jacuzzi. It has a sauna. Um, there's a a massage table run by bees. Oh my god! <laughs> you get a you get a Swedish massage by a bee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the... Anyways, acupuncture. I, 
I, anyways, in the career, in the present, uh, I'm going to go to Halvard and ask if there's anything we should do uh, on the recruiting front, or uh, specifications we should send to them, or because I, I want to get to know these people and their capabilities as soon as possible. Yeah, so. I think we also need to consider like some of these crewmen might be specific just for like the ship in general, but some might be for the uh, our upcoming jailbreak and heist yeah. that we mm-hmm. need to. So yep. we might need to think about what we need of dwar- of certain dwarves that would help us with that more than anything. Yeah, and Maybe. if they have other information on the mountain home that we don't. So. Yeah. Halvard uh, uh, says, well, what, what kind of folks are you looking for? Because I'm sure we can drum up plenty. There's a lot of people here who have been well, done wrong by I, the crown. I start running off my finger as I was going to say, we're going to need a red stickler, two crazy Ivans, a twisty Pete, uh, uh, probably Tire a reverse jux. bow tie. <laughs> Tire jucks, that's, that's all Juxian. We don't Halvard's, understand what that means. Halvard's secretary is taking furious notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, depending on how many guards in their armament, we'll probably need a sticky bucket. Uh, you know, I, th- I think it'd be good to have a shady Pete just in case. One mustache or two? <laughs> Who, of course. Uh, Farrakh, what do you think? Do we need a, a Scowl and Dave? Ah, we should probably what get is, Scowl and Dave. What does that even mean? Uh, Alright, look. So, when you're rolling up to the checkpoint and the guard comes along, you gotta have a Scowl and Dave to give him the scowl. And then, while that's happening, the Slinky Pete... Oh, I forgot to mention, we're gonna need to get Slinky Pete as well. The secretary is nodding along and continuing to... <laughs> Slinky course is slinking over to the guard station to hack into the arcane computer there to upload our registration so that when the guard waves their registration wand over Scal and Pete uh it or Scal and Dave shit uh it comes <laughs> up as you know we are green to be able to take our uh our car into this compound okay look the the only the only kind of Pete that I know is Slippery Pete, and he was a bard back in the, the <laughs> Duchess of Agate, so I, I don't know. He did tricks with oil. I, that, that's the only kind of Pete that I know. Is there are multiple forms of Pete's? Oh, yeah. You I got, literally only met one Pete. You got, uh, you got Slinkin' Pete's, you got Stinkin' Pete's, you got... Uh... You got Steamboat Willie. Steamboat <laughs> Willie, yeah. There's... The... <laughs> The Great, secre- now we're the... going to get copy strikes. <laughs> uh, no. I can cut that out. The secretary is like, you're probably also going to want at least one Slim Jim and two Fat Alberts. You are absolutely correct. So you see, a professional at last who understands. Cut, do you mean just like editing over with another name like Steamboat Jeffrey? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, now he's going to have to do it twice. <laughs> well, no, he only has to do it once. Actually, oh, yeah, I could just, I could, yeah, take that clip yeah. and paste it over. <laughs> Who grab Jeffrey um, and put it over? Silly bits aside, um, I think Never. what we're looking for is probably like a couple dwarves who know the layout of the mountain home. We're going to need somebody who can impersonate dwarven officers because I can't do it in this case. Um, and and I would not insult those around me by trying. Um, so we'll need, uh, like, infiltrators, uh, people who know if there's any, like, tunnels or secret entrances or anything. We might want, like, a sapper to, like, break a wall or a door. If they have magical, uh, like, security measures, we'll want... 
um, probably some kind of either direct arcane user with us that's like a little more wizardly than what we've got packing or some kind of like seeing mirror that basil can like remote operate with us maybe something where we can like point oh, at a... basil's now all of a sudden involved in this yeah of course he is he's a he's a divination wizard so he could be like yeah tarjux and I'll, I'll freeze he'll be like three feet to your left Wait, to be fair, sure, you should have seen it coming, sure, right? Right. Make sure yeah. to spend a couple days just chatting with them before we yeah. send yeah, that yeah. ask. You know? Sensor beam, three feet to your left. Another one, two inches above that. Can you fit through the gap? <laughs> Basil, can I fit through the gap? No. Can a Juxian stink rat make it through a fine mesh grate? Watch this, and then I suck in my gut, and I go perfectly horizontal, and I fly <laughs> through the gap in the lasers. Um, right. Yeah, so I, I guess the question becomes, this is probably going to be a more clandestine operation than, like, a smash and grab, because it's in the heart of the mountain home. So we need sneaky dwarves. You need a host of expertise that you have heretofore been unable to demonstrate. Yes. I'd say, I'm thinking we might have multiple teams. We might have like. I want to know how bad our sketches are on the wanted posters. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're not wanted yet. Well, I'm sure they have our persons of interest. Remember, the five of you did assault one of the highest ranked individuals in the mountain home. Your Honor, you can't prove that I was in the residence of that man at that time. That could have been another storm sorcerer, Your Honor. Something, so something only scion of the storm, etc. Oh no, there's lots of scions of the storm, Your Honor. <laughs> That's it. You're out of the club. You're done. <laughs> You're right. I acknowledge them. Ah! I'm gonna get sucked through a portal. No, you just become perfectly ordinary. My my cool gray windswept hair just goes limp brown and falls into my eyes. I'm like, eh, eh, I need a haircut. Um, Halvard makes note of all these things and says, "We will we will arrange for something to uh, be put together in the next day or so." I'm guessing you want to get this done as quickly as possible. Ideally, yes. Not least because we're not entirely sure that there aren't people here still reporting back to the mountain home. Also, mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. Before we can do anything, like even a preliminary plan would be foolish without some kind of blueprint or diagram or hastily sketched map of the mountain home. Do you have anyone here that would have been like a recent enough uh, exile or, I guess, voluntary displacement? Uh, from the mountain home to give us that kind of map or do you like you keep that on record oh yes we have we have maps of the mountain home as up to date as public information allows freely available well that's a start and Um... we'll be putting feelers out to see if anybody is familiar with the less publicly available portions bingo okay um as I recall, we have a couple sort of outstanding projects of our own to check in on. Uh, most notably, Leyland's crossbow, I think. Or, oh, no, that was already that was done before the fire giant. Yeah. Or fire yeah, elementals. No, we're good. Lava elementals. 
Um, I do want to check in with our battery guy. The, oh, um, that's right. Oh, yes. Yeah. We talked about making some arcane spheres. Arcane spheres, indeed. That's and a then... Stormlight reference. <laughs> Very good. Uh, I do want to inquire a little more with Halvar about the specifics of the supplies that we would be getting. Um, well, like you'd be getting enough food, essentially. Everything needed to support however many dwarves you are taking on board. Okay. Uh, to begin with, presumably, as the plan dictates, other materials will be requested. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yep. All right. Um, great. Well, yeah, I think let's break for now. And once you've talked to your people, uh, you know where to find us. The big tree. <clears throat> it is the big tree, isn't it? Yes. Great. Well, uh, until such time as we chat again, I suspect you won't hear from me directly. I imagine you'll probably be hearing from um, oh, yeah, some sure. of my You're staff. Busy. You're trying to run an entire volcano. I understand. Correct. How's the uh, how's things been down at the forges? Any news? We're working on setting up silencers to go around the exterior of the caldera to prevent noise from leaking down and disturbing whatever happens to be living down there. Sure. It's it's been a project. The Enchanters Guild has been working overtime to try and get things done. All right. Well, uh, I hope it works out. And then I uh, finger pistols and Healy out the door. For your hospitality, your time, and your vouch for us. I, I can't thank you enough. And <clears throat> shake hands, small bow, and I leave. All right. You exit Halvard's office. Uh, you hear... Desmond uh, spits on his floor as a, a sign of great respect. <laughs> you accept my moisture. <laughs> um, as the the door closes behind you, you hear the secretary go, "I like them." <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, I would like to check in with the Arcanists Guild. Um, I think the no Eminem is the uh, owner of the Brewers Guild. I don't remember the name of the enchanter we talked to, but I just want to pop in and see if they've had any chance to look at our proposal or like if they can give us more of an estimate on cost or time frame. We have uh, funding now, actually. Yeah, we do have potentially. We have funding, and we also have like. If they come back to us, they're like, hey, this is potentially dangerous, so we can't do it without the go-ahead. We can be like, aha, do you know who uh, my captain's first mate's uh, best friend is? They're the mayor. <laughs> captain's first mate's <laughs> best Yeah, No, he's right, actually. That yeah. tracks. <laughs> Desmond's, uh, your Desmond's number one, and your best friend is Halvert. Duke yeah. of Onyx. <laughs> no, his friend's dead. Is all right. I, I didn't. I couldn't remember if he was like your uncle or something. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to aim mean, for the family resemblance without knowing. Distant it. relative, but yeah, sure, we'll go with best friend. I'll yeah, take uncle. best friend. 
Um, so yeah, I go in and check with the guild and uh, see how they've been doing with the project. And I'm also like scoping out if they have any like uh, BOGO two-for-one deals on some cheap magic items. Just, you know. Anything in the like the the bakery day olds rack <laughs> that looks interesting, like like maybe there's a flying carpet there that like works fine, but it's just a really tacky looking rug. What would you or... need a flying carpet for? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I just have this natural instinct to accrue flight. <laughs> right. So you you go down to the guild, um, and make inquiries you notice that the like racks of items uh the cheap like deformed ones are all mm -hmm. basically empty oh um so there isn't really you asked anything about that. okay uh so the the dwarf at the desk is like yeah we took uh we took all that stuff and basically melted it down to recoup the the magic for our ongoing caldera silencer project Ah. Which now that I've said that, I'm imagining a volcano with like a gun silencer on the top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the first thing I thought of, but I was like, "No, nah, now's not the time." <laughs> um, What's they... the muzzle velocity of a silenced volcano? <laughs> the mountain home is about to find out. <laughs> Could we turn Dangaya into a gun? We'll find out. <laughs> Next week on The Alchemist Club. Uh, you've heard of the Juxian Hammer. Wait for the Dying Guy and Pistol. <laughs> Alright. Um, so yeah, I, I just request a, a brief sort of meeting with... Because um, it wasn't the head of the guild. We had somebody who was specifically like an enchantment-focused... Yes, uh, and individual. I don't. I have their business card, so I I present that, and I say I'd like to, um, I'd like to talk to uh, uh, Darovar Rock Bottom. <laughs> A good effort. <laughs> I'm really bad with dwarf names. Uh, you are. He's an addict, but he's recovered. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't remember who or the name that I gave you, if I even gave you one. So we're going to say that this one is uh, Basilim Goldbrand. Ooh. Um, who, That's a cool name. Listeners, I apologize mm -hmm. for any continuity errors. Um, he. It's an effect of the hatchling blood. That's it. Yeah, exactly. You've all been. You're all being subjected to reality warping effects. <laughs> Uh, he pulls out a, a sheaf of diagrams and shows you several designs that he's been working on. Um, Ooh, very nice. A lot of the issues have been with finding something that is, like, magically empty. Hmm. Like, even pure crystals have it, which is what magic is traditionally stored in, they tend to have some base level of magical energy stored in them so evacuating them to make them a pure magical container is something that hasn't really been considered before things are usually just layered on top i don't know mm. he says if that's something you would be worried about but it would diminish your storage capacity and mm. have a tendency to flavor the magic that's being inserted rather than keeping it as a pure arcane force 
ultimately the uh, the purity of the force is not a problem so much. Uh, neither is its longevity. These orbs would only have to maintain their integrity for a week at the most. Well, uh, hold on. And that's negotiable. Hold on. So, I mean, should we just show him? We're allies now. I, I guess now that we are allies, um, we could just show them the uh, the mythal directly. Um, yeah, <clears throat> it's not like people aren't going to see it once you you take on a yeah. crew. True. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we extend that invitation to Basilim and say um, maybe it would help your studies if you saw the mechanism that you were attempting to power. Uh, <clears throat> now that we are uh, in Halvar's good graces and we've you know verified the uh, trustworthiness of Dying Gaia, I see no reason to uh, keep it under wraps. Uh, entirely under wraps, of course. You know, if this could stay between us, that would be peachy. But you seem cool. Should have a background check system for the ship, though. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We what we need to do is we need to get um, a tiny version of the gnomish cloud that they go in there and they like, they like vape the cloud for a couple of seconds and then you want to scan it real. We scan it real quick yeah. for if they're you want a traitor or... tester. Yeah, I want a traitor <laughs> tester. And then it lights up red, and we're like, all right, throw him off the fucking edge. <laughs> Halvar sus. <laughs> no. Please, no. Emergency meeting. Yeah. Um, right. Also, um, mostly for my own curiosity, uh, as we're... Presumably he accepts our request yes. and we're, like, walking to Teliferous. As we're on our way, um, I, I strike up a little bit more conversation about the nature of these crystals and, like, what properties a magically null crystal would have? Well, it mostly serves as a repository, right? Crystals are often used to store magical energy as a, a rule of thumb for powering devices. You may have seen this before in other dwarven works. Oh, sure. I've tripped over all kinds of crystals. Um, a magically null crystal is simply a crystal of pure structure, which is the best for containing magic, um, that has been evacuated of previous uh, magical residue or energy that has accumulated in it, because it does tend to attract magic as a rule of thumb um, until it reaches a certain baseline. It's a hypothetical thing. I don't think anywhere has produced magically null crystals that have been magically null for longer than a second or two before they oh. reaccumulate. Okay, I see, yeah. So there's just a finite amount of magic that they can absorb, or...? Well, it's like uh, it's like static charge Nullify. on an object, or okay. just like electrons in general, where you can, you can rid something of its charge, but it will naturally reaccumulate it. So it's like Ground. Yeah. nature abhors a vacuum you can remove all the magic from something to try to put your own in there to like store it. But, uh, it seems like it's an unstable process. Maybe. Yes. Um, the crystals were very rapidly reaccumulate some baseline of yeah. magic. And that, and so the reason that you have to evacuate them before you can put more magic onto them is just for like efficiency's sake. It's 
not possible to load a crystal that already has magic in it? You can. I was under the impression that you were looking for magic of no particular aspect, and magic that is stored in these crystals has a flavor, if you will, to it based on the type of crystal in which it is being stored. And the, uh, that it's kind of like a zesty, like spicy flavor, or is it kind of bland? Yeah, and he he pulls out a little scientific diagram, and he's like, rubies are spicy, sapphires yeah. are sweet, emeralds are umami, obviously. <laughs> of course. Oh my gosh. I thought he was going to pull one um, out and like lick it. <laughs> the, the big roundabout reason I kind of wanted to talk about this is... Um, I wanted to float the idea to him of our uh, anti-scrying crystals from the Dragonglass Desert and whether or not they had any properties that would be of use here. Do you... um, obvi- obviously, this comes with a massive caveat of, hey, we're not entirely sure what happens if you fill these with activation energy. But <laughs> Yeah, keeping in mind that these crystals are from... You know, are the, evil. <laughs> the virulent crystal plague that nearly converted all biomass on the continent to a yeah. form of living crystal. No, but they're chill now. <laughs> they're very useful now. He is very uneasy at the prospect of handling these. Okay. I I hold out my hand and I like jab my palm with it a couple times to demonstrate that it's cool. You have to remember that <laughs> some of the dwarves living in Diangai were alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that happened. I uh I just like I, I bump him on the shoulder. It's like, it's fine. We blew up the pillar again. Oh, the pillar was coming back, <laughs> but don't worry, we blew it up. He says I think I would rather not deal with those. No, that's I get it. Um If you ever like need crystals from a particular source somewhere or it's like, hey, these crystals only grow on the back of a gigantic, dangerous predator that lives in the jungle. Just hit us up. Like, we'll get you your materials, no problem. I will keep that in mind. And here we are, and we step onto Teliferous, <laughs> and I'm guiding this dwarf around giant ants and uh, piles of pancakes inhabited by myconids and... Uh, Just one myconid. Yeah, well, one myconid for now. Uh-huh. We don't know how they reproduce. No, you don't, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I, for all I know, TJM could be, like, ready to bud at any moment. <laughs> You're going to wake up one morning, and the lawn outside is just going to be That's... 500 <laughs> tiny <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> and I will love every one of them. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Falrock should take the lead here since he knows the most about the mythal and the sort of engineering systems of the ship. But sure. I, I take him in and explain the that we've repowered this ancient mythal. Uh, it does not have much charge. It is not fully awakened from what we understand. Um, we've been feeding it items of magical power and I explained the Orb of life, orb of death, uh, <laughs> a whole arrows. bunch of arrows bundled together. Um, you know, uh, all the things that we've fed into it that I know of. Um, the, don't, don't tell them about the Urkel Circle. Redact that. <laughs> a, a circlet of incredible power. Um, incredible and unknown power. I could even go on to say that. Um, but 
basically we've been charging this up by throwing in very powerful magic devices. And so we're not wanting to destroy a useful magical device. We just need something that has a lot of charge to it. And any kind of charge because it seems yeah. to produce power for the mythol regardless of whether like it's an enchantment to make fireballs or become illusory like right the, the life and death orbs obviously it, you'd think the the orb of death and decay would cause problems but no it just it ate that with a small hiccup basically i slap the side of the tree and i say this baby can eat anything <laughs> he is momentarily overwhelmed by the fact that there is a mythol, an active <laughs> mythol, directly in a front of him. Reactor. Now, now you see why we need to keep this so secretive. Yes, I am... Uh, yes. Quite. Very much. But hey, when all this is over, y you're allowed to write a dissertation about it. When... <laughs> Is all this going to be over, he says. Very well, good question. For me, I mean, I probably got like another 60 years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> says the person yeah. who's already died literally is a whole in One and a half times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, so. I, go, I go to like 60, and then I look down and lift my shirt. 25 years <laughs> speaking of this this is a good thing to bring up now um do you have anyone in your uh enchanter's guild that specifies in curses i'm fine no you're not <laughs> i medical magic is a little outside my area of expertise certainly i just didn't know if you could recommend anyone to us but we'll, we'll go looking yeah, who's your general practitioner <laughs> <laughs> Practitioner of medicine, practitioner of magic. <laughs> it's all um, the same, right? I think they, they definitely removed generalist for, as a wizard subclass in, in 5th edition. So Yeah. yeah. Um, you can't take an undeclared major in wizard school anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you can for the first level. It's the second level where they get you. You're right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you have right. to declare a major by second year. They don't. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. let you uh, get a degree in general education anymore. <laughs> anyway, what's the wizard equivalent of a business degree? Uh, that's absolutely divination. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, um, Mythol. Yeah. So he he says this explains a great deal and will help. Uh, refine the designs a uh, fair bit, I think. Thank you for trusting me with this information. Yeah. And if you ever want to come, like, toss a prototype in here, you're welcome to. Is that safe? Um, sure, why not? <laughs> I, I, I would like to redirect you to, uh, as Falrock said, we threw an orb of pure necrotic death in here that was projecting an aura of decay for 500 feet in all directions and we threw it directly into the mythol and we're still flying so i don't think anything you can make is gonna be worse than that i yeah, hope it, it seems it, to it, 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 it gave it some indigestion but it didn't hurt the ship it actually you know. it actually powered up the ship yeah. Yeah. yeah it seems to break down whatever kind of enchantment or magical flavor there is and just take the pure essence of it so, so it's like maybe maybe don't throw an orb of like 
cast ninth level blight, but like <laughs> anything else. Well, we don't know what it does with intelligent objects either, even though we're pretty sure the Urkel Circle was intelligent, right? Uh, there's nothing to imply what a, that... What a good question. There's nothing ever... to imply that sapience persists past, past the mythal event horizon. We, did we ever put it on? No, no nobody no. let me. I tried. I had to uh, shelve an entire campaign's worth of notes <laughs> about what would have happened if you had. Damn. <laughs> that would have been I'm the so evil Desmond arc. I'm so disappointed. That was, that was a major turning point in this podcast. Like, you were either going to have this campaign... Or a very, very different one. <laughs> um, Maybe one day we can go back and do it. The what if. <laughs> the what if. I would not be yeah. upset about doing a what if for... The, for, the oh Urkel timeline? <laughs> it's not the oh, Urkel circle. Can we, can we fight our evil duplicates from the Urkel timeline? <laughs> that have invaded the prime reality? I am That'd not... I don't know that I am intelligent or skilled enough to DM <laughs> an alternate reality slash timeline shenanigans session. Fair. <clears throat> yeah, things can get complicated, but at the end of the day, it's got to be a closed loop. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, I ask our newfound friend... Uh, Basil and Goldbrand, if he needs any other information or uh, any, like, specs, does he need to take a rubbing of any of these runes? No, I think having having this information should help me refine, and should I need any additional information, I can always find you and ask or, or come back, Ooh. presumably. Oh. I guess yeah, that yeah, depends we'll, on uh... when you're leaving. We'll add you to the do not bees list. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, don't worry about it. They're, <laughs> they're lovable yeah. rascals. Unless you're an enemy, and then I think they explode after they sting you. His eyes go wide. <laughs> uh, right, but you're a friend, so it's great. Um, we don't know when we're leaving yet, but I would imagine we won't be here more than a week, so... Get while the getting's good. You may need to come back. I'm not sure if I'll be able to fully prototype out, <clears throat> especially considering that the guild is currently being tapped to to produce means of getting our deep deep mine forges yeah. back in order. Yeah, let us know if there's anything you know we need to help with there, because we could always come back down and I don't know, sling some more bolts at a lava elemental or it's. A permanent solution is kind of outside of our wheelhouse, but, you know, we always like to help. That's what the guild is for. <clears throat> Anyways, I'm sure you're busy, so we'll let you get back to it. But figured this would be helpful for everybody involved. Yes, very much so. Thank you again. And I give him a respectful finger pistols. Excellent. All right. Right. Is there anything else anybody wants to do? before I fast forward to you getting a call back about mountain home plans. Uh, I need to actually attune to the gauntlets. I haven't specifically said that yet. Okay, we will do that. I guiltily still do not have uh, stats for what they do. That's okay. Um, which is me. I'm sorry, Joe. I tried to stall as long as I could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a meta. <laughs> it's a meta 
uh, shell game up here with with Waffle. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, you attune to the gauntlets. They feel okay. very good. Cool. Anybody else? Uh, nope. Okay. So around noon the next day, uh, Halvard's secretary uh, arrives at the at the tree and says, "We have some." preliminary plans i think it probably best that we go over them here where there's much less likely to be listening ears Agreed. Sure. um so they set up like a a little table uh just outside the door and unfurl some blueprints basil and ivy come out with lemonade <laughs> um it's great t uh tjm is uh playing stickball <laughs> somebody has to keep an eye on him to make sure he doesn't get too close to the edge yeah <laughs> if he falls off i'll take care of it um yeah so they they roll out a series of uh papers that have maps of the mountain home on them uh everything below the like oh. royal district where I guess everything above the Royal District, because that's kind of the lowest level, is in pretty decent detail. Like, all the public areas are, are well mapped. So the residential districts, um, you have maps for them, but it's, like, mostly just, you know, these are houses kind of thing. <clears throat> Street uh -huh. names. Um, and the secretary kind of points out major features and which you're you're mostly familiar with because you were in a fair few of those areas when you were in the mountain home. Right. Um then they uh he rolls out another sheet of paper and he's like, So those are all official maps. These ones have been drawn by people who worked in these areas oh, or were yes. Uh, detained there before being released and leaving. Um, and there are a couple of sketches of people who were guards for the Adamantine district, um, which people... As who... I recall, the Adamantine district, like, the entrance is unknown to the public. Yes. It's like, it's like it's a it's a subsection off of the the royal district right um and to be chosen as a guard there requires a lot like you're not entirely sure how this information was procured <laughs> and yeah frankly okay. neither is the secretary um there's also a fairly detailed map of the prisons um Ooh. which occupy um not the lowest but kind of the closest to the edge and a feature of note is that there is an old section of the dungeons that uh has kind of like sky cells that were uh -huh. used for uh particularly uh unpleasant or difficult prisoners it's very Sky cells being very Game of like, Thrones where it's cells that exposed are exposed to the, exposed to the side of the continent. Yes. Oh, that is oh, very, geez. very useful. And yeah. conveniently, they are no longer in use after a great deal of public outcry and mm -hmm. uh, hullabaloo about it being inhumane, leaving dwarves 
so close to <laughs> the sky. So close <laughs> to fresh air. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Okay. Hey, hey, I, hey, hey, guys! I know how we're gonna leave the mountain home. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I asked the Is it secretary. gonna be holding hands again, like last time? Maybe. No, it's gonna be walking on, jumping onto our tree ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is gonna be great. You asked, I was like, "Is there any concern about where this information came from?" I mean, it's it seems. It's almost too good to be. It seems almost too good to be true that we've got such good information. Like, you think it might be a trap? The... Yes. That's exactly yeah, we know too about. much. <laughs> this is. <laughs> We're going into this fully cocked. That's never a good sign. Yeah, I don't. I don't like this. I'm a little too confident. <laughs> the secretary shrugs and says, "There's. I mean, I can't guarantee that." This isn't a trap, but there are very few people living in Diangaya who are not here as the result of the king causing them some manner of trouble or grief or straight-up exile. This is true. Um, would it be possible for us to interview a couple of the people who provided these maps under the effects of a zone of truth? Just in case. Ooh. Would they be amenable to that? I don't want to come across as rude, but they must understand the position that we're in. This this is all through the divine providence of our great god Aquila. I don't think we're going to have any issues at all. <laughs> That's so uncomfortable. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> That's so fucking silent. <laughs> everybody, everybody, including Basil and Ivy, they stop. And they turn to look at Desmond. Yep. In the background, TJM just trips mid-run and falls over. Yes. What? Oh, what? fuck. <laughs> yes, uh, our captain does have a point there, I suppose. Please get your memory I'll... back. No. <laughs> you can't make me... <laughs> verify. Um, yeah. Yeah. If if they'd be willing, um, I, I guess asking them if they're willing or not is kind of like a, the ones that aren't willing are the ones that we have to worry about. I, do you think it would be reasonable of us to request that we vet some of this information with our own divine means? Or is that outside of our... Well, uh, uh, a couple of things. One, if you want to vet this information through divine means, that's all well and good. Feel free. Uh, this information was not collected specifically for you. This information, oh. typically when somebody new applies to live in Diangaya, there is a, a fairly extensive interview process, and uh, useful okay. information is taken and stored in our archives. That All makes right. me feel a lot better. Though. Yeah, I, I trust your interview Actually, process. My only curiosity is then how recent is that thing? He flips through a couple of the papers um, and his own notebook and says, uh, the prisons, it's a year or two, I think. Okay. The Adamantine no, I'm, district I'm is... I'm good with that, then. Excellent. Much appreciated. If it had come, like, since we had gotten here or since oh, yeah. they had been in prison, <laughs> then I would be more suspicious, but... I, All right. I yeah, I think I lot. think that settles some of the doubts about the or yeah. not doubts, but 
concerns about the information. Um, do we know... So we know where the sky cells are that are disused. Um, our political prisoners are probably going to be in a fairly high security specialized area, I would think. Do we have any inkling of where that might be in regards to the rest of the prison? He takes a, a piece of charcoal and makes some marks on the, the prison map and says, typically the prisoners from what we've heard are typically arranged by level of threat to the king. So mm -hmm. those who are in the most disfavor or pose the greatest threat are typically kept closer to the edge of the continent. Um, my guess, the Duchess of Amber middle middle tier threat so probably here and he indicates a block of cells that's about halfway between the sky cells and the like low security wing okay so we're I also another, i have another well, no, yeah go, go for ahead. it cells could be an entry point rather yeah than that's the, um the... that's what i was gonna ask is um what's the like do we know anything about the magical defenses around this area? I assume there's something to keep us from, like, just strolling in there. Aside from the doors. The sky cells have been bricked off, as it were. So people manageable. typically don't go down there. I believe that the prison cells themselves, uh, the different wards are all guarded with alarm spells and of course ah. actual guards i see um okay additionally while we are there i'm to understand that we are also securing some prisoners of yours or is that did i misunderstand are there people down there besides the duchess and her staff and associated with the rebellion at agaton that we are supposed to get like he are there other groups peers over his spectacles and says the adamantine king has been throwing people in jail for almost two decades now right um, i guess my question is just is everyone down there valuable to you or is there going to be like hey mixed in with all these cool dissidents there's also some serial killers or like oh certainly yes okay so so we'll have to play it by ear. Yes, uh, I, I imagine fine. you'd want to be careful not to release, you know, Johnny Murderer, who happens to be <laughs> the cell Johnny next door. Rock Murder. <laughs> of, the, of the prestigious Rock Murder clans, you have to understand that he's a white-collar criminal. The yeah. worst. Oh, yeah, of course. He's 57 counts of embezzlement. <laughs> Only murders uh, the rich. And the yeah. stock market. <laughs> but also he's just got a really annoying reedy voice so we don't want him here yeah it's definitely <laughs> definitely a hazard to public safety all right um cool so i guess yeah the first plans we need to look at here is the question of which way do we come at the district from I think there's a significant hazard to trying to infiltrate the city from above. Um, I think there is less hazard in infiltrating it from below. Also, it puts us closer to the anchor. 
Yeah, we're not worried about that right now. Oh, who's who is worried? I'm excited. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> um so I agree with Leyland. Uh preliminary plan we come up with Teliferous on the underside of the continent. Uh current fuel estimates gives us at least a two week loiter time. So we've got lots and lots of time to figure out our egress. Um we land at the sky cells. Uh, Ched takes shape earth so we can open up the bricked off passage and then we can attack from below. Or we try to send in an infiltrator to impersonate a guard and secure like keys or however they disarm the cells and then we uh, smuggle people out that high way. Risk. It is. Mm -hmm. I'm just worried that if we go in guns blazing and set off a billion alarms, we're not going to be able to get out as many people as I would like. Because I want to, like, I don't just want to get the Duchess. I want to, like, I want to comb through the catacombs here and try to get a whole bunch of really cool, grizzled veteran dwarves <laughs> who don't bow to authority out. I'm thinking we might want some sort of distraction playing on, like, the surface as well, Ooh. or, like, in the city. Yeah. Oh, you want to take the, the people and drop them off to cause dissidents? Something, yeah. Well, so he's saying um, simultaneously. So while yeah. Teliferous ah. is underneath the city grabbing people, we stage some kind of commotion or attack from above or outside the mountain home or wherever. So that... Should we go pick a fight with Jux and then have them invade the mountain home's airspace? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's that's too I, much trouble all at once the only oh, reason i can't condone this plan is that any firing of the valor of jux's main gun shortens the lifespan of its reactor yep and i i cannot permit that so nice. we're, uh, we're putting everything on the table no, first and then it, we take stuff off you're absolutely right yes um i'm gonna veto that one but i love the enthusiasm could we do it with aldrax instead because then if Eldraxians die on mass attacking the dwarven home i don't care well here's here's what's going to okay. happen because you we're kidnap the empress or uh, the <laughs> queen. the queen of aldrax <laughs> here's what's going to happen cuz we're out of time here um i'm going to give you guys homework think up plans and we can talk about them a little bit at the start of next episode, but I want the start of next episode to not be half an hour of coming up with how you're going to assault the mountain home because next coming episode absurd plans. Yeah. Next episode, <laughs> yeah. I would like to be the mountain home assault. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, let's do it. So let's fucking do it. Think about it. Uh, dear listeners, this has been, Another exciting episode of the Alchemist Club. Ivan Joe, your host and dungeon master. Uh, not a lot happened, but good good progress. I feel like, and I'm going to sternly frown at my players until more progress happens off mic, and we can have a productive <laughs> episode next time. Um, so, uh, thank you for listening. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at the Alchemist Club eighty eight at gmail com or the Alchemists Club eighty eight at gmail com. You can find us on. Uh, you can find us wherever podcasts are sold. Um, Matthew, our socials? Find us at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter. 
and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our intrepid adventurers today were Daniel playing Chad Fleek, Daniel playing Desmond, I'm Zach and I play Fall Rock, Matt and I play Layla, Waffle playing Tarjux, and viewers out there, listeners, uh, if you have an excellent plan with which we can invade the mountain home, send it in. Maybe it'll be here in time for next time. Patches, I know you've got something great brewing up there. Anybody else? If you've ever been frustrated by the Alchemist Club and our inability to come up with good plans, now is your time to shine. <laughs> I don't know Thank if that's going to work based on how, how we edit and upload, but maybe. We'll see. Oh, God, you're right. But um... Blew it. Anyway. Well, give us your plans retroactively, and we'll come yeah. into the water tell, tell the Alchemist Club how they should have invaded yeah. the <laughs> All right. This has been another episode. Thank you for joining us.